the mean streets of West Philadelphia. Don't try to play me out, yo, cause ain't nobody helping you. Welcome. That's a fucking clean. That's a clean edit right there. Buddy. To the full charge power hour. That's me on guitar. Tim Conlon on drums. And JB old school on lyrics. Nice. On vocals. Take that. Yes, yes, y'all. Take that. Yes, yes, y'all. My name is JB, and I'm a lyrical outlaw. <laughs> Happy birthday to Luke Warm, guitar player and the pimp daddies. <laughs> That's from a movie called The Encounter, which it says here only has 174 views. But that's my movie. Did you tweet that, that out? Why don't you tweet that out? I don't really want to tweet it out. No. You know, you know, people can find it. It's called The Encounter. Um, it's a hit film. I did the. Uh, I think it's an award-winning film. It is an award-winning film. Award- Matt is an I, award-winning I, filmmaker. I am. I won the best, like the newcomer. Yeah, like hot kid on the scene. Fucking it, coming out straight out of Baltimore, um, yo. Micro- 1998. Micro- Chub Rock had already been on the scene. Yeah, Micro Cine Fest. And somebody even called me when I was working at Lightning Dubs. Like a reg- like They tracked me down somehow. Right. And they were like, hey, man, we want to see your tapes. We heard you're best of the fest. <laughs> and I fucking, I like hooked him up. I didn't know anything about following up or anything like that back then. I just, yeah, no shit. I just like send them off and just hope for the best. I don't, I don't even think I got a tracking number or anything. Yeah, how to send out some audio tapes, buddy. That's how you did it back in the day. Here's, here's Rando. Gr- great reaction great shot. Great I'll get you, Craig. <laughs> it's pretty good acting. Yo, Craig, I knew you'd come. It was supposed us, to be man. bad. I never doubted you for a second. <laughs> All right, well, that, that, that raises a question. <laughs> So JB is like, yeah, take that, yes, yes, y'all, like yeah. militant black man dialogue. Right. How much is that put on? Because um, JB, like, how much? You mean his little monologues? Yes. I just, like, like his acting is like, how much is that JB, and how much is that like acting? It's not JB at all. It's like for those that don't know, I just told him to do. I'm like, we're spoofing Dolomite on this. Right. So he's putting a lot into it. Yeah. And so for those that don't know, Julian will go. He would go up there and he'd be like. Uh, I can dig it, man. Yeah, I can dig it. It's like way over the top, and everything he says, right? It's like, I cannot find Lincoln Street. <laughs> if I don't find it, I will beat everyone's ass that I meet. It's just like Dolomite always talked in rhyme, so I had right, but uh, is JB. It... We knew. Like, JB's smarter than no, that. No, I know, but like, okay, never mind. So I was I like... It. Yeah, it's all acting. Yeah, I told JB to do it badly. And he was up for that. Yes, yes, y'all. You know? Yeah. Um, I was roommates with Tim Conlon. Yep. On drums, I was roommate with uh, JB Old School, JB who was just rapping. Yeah, and I was roommates with uh, Jerome Adams, the who new, was the uh, Surgeon General of the United States of America. <laughs> That's right, Jerome. Which is fun for me because you know he's in charge of the nation's health now, right? Yeah. And I used to see him drink Boone's Farm wine. There you Boone's go. Farm. There you go. And Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. I wonder if he drinks that anymore. I I bet he does. In a nice, like, in like a nice chalice now, though. Yeah. You know? He's rocking the bow tie. Right. You know what I mean? Which is right. That's a flavor. sign. That's a sign of uh, conservatism, right? Well, no. So back in Baltimore, 
Remember in Baltimore, they have like the black Muslims. Yes. Like the uh, Farrakhan Muslims. Yes. Right? The bean pie. Yeah, and they wear suits and they hang out on the streets in Baltimore, hand out bean pies. Yeah. So is his, being a man from Baltimore, is his bow tie a reference to the black Muslims or is it a reference to like, I'm nerd and I'm super smart? Or. Is he so deep in Indiana culture now? Because that's where he lives now, right? Or you, or you know, right? Until recently, that he's crazy conservative. Well, there's an Orville Redenbacher corn tie-in. There you go. Right. That could be it. I don't think he's. Uh, I haven't really looked into his politics, other than the fact that he used to argue with Mike Pence a lot uh, over like clean needles and stuff. Mm. So I don't think he's conservative. But he's got to be on some level, right? Trump's not going to put. Oh some yeah. Fucking- well, no, no. Mike Pence doesn't pick anybody. Trump doesn't really know or care. Right. All Trump cares about is if you like him, then he'll like you. That's kind of his mm-hmm. thing. Um, but all I remember about Jerome was he drove a blue Honda Accord. And the reason why I know this is because the ladies who used to work the register at the cafeteria yeah. like had a huge crush on him. Yeah. So he'd roll in and go, hey, that's the guy who's got the – hey, girl, that's the guy who's got the uh, blue Honda Accord. And they would ask him out, like in front of everybody. Right. Like you'd be – it was so uncomfortable because right. every time you'd go in with him, they'd be like, hey, man, why don't you take me out? Why don't you take me on that Honda Accord? What's up? Take me out. I'm free tomorrow. Like fucking full on like asking the dude out. With people in line at your job, which your job is to check these students in into the cafeteria. Oh, do you remember woman, that? This is the woman that used to check the cards. Yeah, That's do you remember so this? Funny. I don't really No, no, remember. like all the time. Yeah. Not that I had lunch with Jerome on the regulars, right. but whenever I did, Every it'd be time. Like, it, would, it would make me uncomfortable. And I'm not even in this scenario. Right. But she would be like fucking full-on, like, hard. Like, well, what are you doing tomorrow? Why don't you take me out? She wouldn't take no for an answer. Yeah, she was like, hey, man, he got the Hana Accord girl. God damn. They'd think, be, like, fucking pissed. Think how impressed they would be right now that he's the yeah. goddamn Surgeon oh, General. He's got a Honda Accord. They were, you and had me he's a Honda Accord. Yeah. <laughs> Is that shit paid off? Yeah. Because I love you then. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's what I remember, them going very aggressive. Like, never seen a white woman do that to anybody. No kidding. Yeah. But do you remember that? No, I, I missed that. I don't remember that. But it cracks, Very aggressive. It cracks me yeah. up. Because he had a nice, I mean, good looking sh- man. He, good looking man. Yeah, and he had his shit together. Like he kept his, uh, his hair tight. Yeah, he kept his the, nails clipped. Got that neck shaped that up, buddy. Yeah. And he had a Honda Accord. Yeah. Right. Like he Light to, blue. He, he used to laugh at us for like dressing sloppy. Oh, right. Because he yeah. He's just like, you guys. Yeah. Man. My boys who went, yeah, my, my black friends who went to black school, like you couldn't. Black schools, like, you couldn't have, like, no holes in your shoes. They would fucking destroy you. Right, yeah. right, right. You'd just get ripped up. They don't fuck, fuck, fuck that way. Speaking of, speaking of movies from long ago, you made a movie about that, where it's just different people talking about different people. What was it? What, what it's movie? called Conversations. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, I got that uh, shit on, on video. And uh, it's online? No, I didn't put it online. Uh, you got a guy named Jay Gray, and, and what was the other guy's name? Two black dudes talking about how white dudes dress sloppy. Is that what I did? I don't even remember. What was their dialogue? I'll tell you. I'll tell you how it goes. It starts with your dad, right? Yeah, my dad, which is brilliant, by the way. He was so good. He's pretty good. He was so pretty good. good. Pretty big of a hit. Pretty big hit. And your stepbrother played like a, a young guy that was a young like white a yo guy boy. that was yeah. hip hop. Yeah. And your dad played a guy that hated hip hop. How did he research for that role? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, so he's like looking through the mail. Yeah. 
Bills, bills, goes, bills, 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 bills. Yeah. All I ever get is bills, which Stuck I still say, good, by the way. Good motherfucking dialogue right there. And then uh, the son comes in. Yeah, and he's and the, got like the hat. Yeah. And the fucking and the athletic like, gear. And he's like, yo, yeah. yo. Right? Yeah. And then I, I can't remember what the... I just remember your dad going, just like all these black guys. Yo, 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 yo. He's, he's something like, like that. Okay. That sounds familiar. There's something, something about get a job in there or something like that. You were saying on set, he was like, I can riff this. Yeah. He's like, I can throw in the N-word. I'm like, well, you know, we want, we want a real, but I don't know how real. You know what I mean? Like... So then it goes to the black guys. It like cuts to it the match black cuts guys. to the black guys. Yeah, and um, and they talk about how you know dudes like like rock and roll dudes, right? Skater dudes, they should be. And Jay Gray is trying to explain it. One of the black dudes is trying to explain it, going like, "No, man, that's their style, dude." Blah blah blah. And like right. the other guys, like that's ridiculous. And then it cuts to me going at the thrift store. <laughs> You with and, us? Uh, yeah, and uh, we're talking about getting these shitty ass clothes at the thrift store, right? And then T Con Con Operative is talking talks about, about a girl with boobs. Yeah, he's just talking, and I think he's had a couple brews in there. Yeah, he was a little aggressive. Yeah. He might have been like, little... I think you might have caught them on a day when they forgot they were filming. Yeah, you came through, and like Conlon's like talking about this girl's tits. It's the best acting I've ever seen him do. Um, and uh, then that cuts to the girls, right? Yeah, the girls. And so the girls are the... If, yeah, we talk about boobs, then the girls are talking about the guys. And there's a girl, I don't think we want to mention her name, but... <laughs> she may or may not listen to this podcast. Uh, she definitely chimed in on the whole Jerome Adams being a... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Surgeon General. Uh, yeah. Uh, she was so attractive, this girl, that when... And this is how old we are, folks. We get the film de- uh, developed... At color laboratory. Lab. That we had to drive a long 40, way to. 45 minutes. Um, they were freaking out. They were like, who's that girl? <laughs> I was like, well, she's... At the time, you don't think it's weird, but like, dude, she's like 18. She's in college. You're like fucking 49. <laughs> it is weird. But it was... You mentioned it, though. So there was something. It hit your radar on some Yeah, level. no, they were like, hey, man, who's that girl, man? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, you should feel good because they said the same thing about you. They weren't sexually attracted to you. Oh. But they were like, who is this dude? Yeah. There They're you like, go. this dude is hilarious. And then uh, and I, I actually put the negative through because um, we were part of a, a filmmaking group called Filmmakers Anonymous. By the way, it's still around. Yeah. UMBC, UMBC University represent. of Maryland, Baltimore County. And you were um, you hired this guy, JR, the, uh, to, to like teach us how to um, – to uh, get stuff ready for a print. I did. You cut your negative up. Yes. And that's how you get your print done. Yes. And it's not easy and at Matt all. And Matt actually did I took it. the class. Yes. I took the class. Uh, and JR, and I go, how do you tell if it's really synced up? He goes, oh, I just watched it on the Steam Back. And for those that don't know, a Steam Back is like a old, dirty ass. Yeah, you don't run a negative shit. through a Steam Back. It's full of dirt. It's for what they call work prints. It's yeah. for stuff you work with. But JR... Didn't understand the question because he did his on reversal. Yeah. Which is just. Right, right. So like did you run film? yours through? I ran my fucking no way. negative. No way. Through the fucking steam bag. Which one? Because Jay Encounter told me. or Quarter Life Crisis? The Encounter. Right. Luckily, that movie calls for a fucked up look. Yeah. But when I told them that at Color Lab, they yeah, their heads exploded. lost it. Yeah. They lost their shit. And I was like, God damn it, man. See, I don't think I did mine. Did I? I don't think. No, you paid somebody to do it, which is very smart. <laughs> Well, okay, so that, by the way, 
if anybody that's fucking still listening to this dialogue about fucking <laughs> oh. filmmaking in the 1960s. <laughs> so speaking of Color Lab, you know, I worked at Color Lab like briefly. Yeah. Like, so like, I don't know. I got kind of friendly with the guys. It was like getting close to graduation. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? And somehow I got in the thing. It's like, hey, well, you know, would you want to work here or whatever? I was like, okay, sure. And so like what they do is they develop film and then they make uh, final prints of film. Yeah. So one one part is developing. The other one is final prints. And oh, my God, no one's going to understand this. But you A, B, your prints. You have an A print and a B print and you have to kind of. So it doesn't look like there's cuts in the film. You have to use black leader and alternate A B A B A B. Right, and so and so the only way to get the so that there's no tape in your print. It's like as if you if you tape it together, you're actually you can see, see it. it. Yeah, and if you see some old, if you see some Tarantino movies, he might do that to be just cool. for effect. Yeah, and so you hot splice it. So hot splicing is not something you normally do. We normally almost like ninety five percent of the time tape. Only the Amish hot splice right. their film. And so, and as, as nerdy as this sounds, uh, as much as me and Matt uh, sound like we know, we, uh, we know a lot about filmmaking, it's still hard to, to know which side's the emulsion side and which oh side is the God. non-emulsion side. Especially when every cut counts. Yeah, and you have to cut it together. So anyways, I lost so many frames of film. So I go into Color Lab. They're like, okay, man, just you know, hot splice this, <laughs> hot splice that, because we, we're making like a fucking... <laughs> We're making a print of this movie, and I couldn't tell emotion side. I'm just guessing and just hot splicing it together, and he's putting it through, and it's like falling apart. Oh my god! It was fucking nightmare. Like if you if if you made the movie of me making that, yeah, it'd be like a cliche right. '80s movies, a, a '80s movie of me putting it together yeah. and it fucking completely. Wouldn't falling that be apart. funny if that ended up being your job, and like you just spent tens of thousands of dollars learning how to like cut tape, uh, like use glue, yeah. And then 10 years later, you have no fucking, not even 10 years later, like seven years later, I wouldn't have had a job. Yeah. I mean, I worked at a video duplication place. That shit is out of business, dude. OOB. And I remember when I, when I went there, they were like, yeah, you know, this place is great. I've been here nine years. Billy's been here 12. Like, dude. And I was like, really? You're just like looking at the nine and 12 years. That sounds like not going to happen. We talked about this concept a lot where like. People showing you around on your first day, and you're yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah. yeah tell not. me, tell me whatever you want, because I don't need to remember this, because I ain't fucking working." Yeah, didn't you have a bit about that? <laughs> I don't think so. No, me and you talked about it a yeah, lot. No, I thought you had like, a- and this is Jeff. He'll be handling your um, yeah, but I thought your HR. Bit, but I thought your bit was like any job you you uh, start, you want to leave within the first ten minutes. You're like, I'm not gonna fucking, I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> No fucking chance. You can't. I'm not going to be here. No way. No way. This is not my job. I'm not working with fucking her. Are you kidding me? It just goes down the line of people you met, you're meeting, and you're going, no, definitely not working with Janice. This is not my life. This is not my life. I'm not going to be here. Not working with Janice. Yeah, tell me what you want because this is y'all's problem. I'm out of here at lunch. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. When I worked at this, um, I worked at a restaurant in Baltimore in Fells Point. And the guy was talking about it. The, the boss, he was like, he goes, yeah, you, you're going to stick around? I'll be like, yeah, I mean. Sure. Sure. And he's like, yeah, because the last guy here, <laughs> this is a busboy job, too. Yeah. It's pretty fucking easy. Yeah. He goes, last guy said he wanted to go check his car alarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he never came back. <laughs> I don't think I was that smart to do that. Because otherwise, I probably would have done that. 
Yeah, I know. Where I probably would have thought somebody would have got, got me or something. Yeah. Because I know somebody, like, I had a friend who worked at McDonald's, like, the first shift, and they went for lunch, and like, peace. <laughs> and that's got to happen a lot. And they only owe him, like, nine bucks. Yeah, like, fuck. Dude's not coming back for lunch. Yeah, I also worked at job. It was my first restaurant job. What was your first like, restaurant job? Working at, uh, as far as I know, I was mostly a lifeguard, which pretty much prepared me for the stand-up life. Uh, I worked like four hours a day, and when I was working, I was sitting in a chair, sure. looking at naked girls, um, making jokes. Like they relied on me; the boss relied on me to make jokes and oh, really? phone calls and shit. Yeah, I was having. Let, on. Hold on, like in the this was on a military base, right? But like, but, but, but like in the Navy. front, like you're in the front, like making sure people sign in, no. or like lifeguarding. I'm a lifeguard. I'm saving lives, dude. Right. So to my credit, I did save many lives. I know, but you're in the chair making jokes. Yeah, because people come by. This was like a legit. We're serious about this job, lifeguard operation. Yeah. So there would be like eight lifeguards on duty. And one person's job was to walk around the Olympic-sized pool. Yeah. And so they would just check in with me, and I'd just fire off jokes. Not to mention the boss would come over yeah. for her daily dose of fucking there, yeah. gossip that and shit. Sure is she was funny. playing both sides of it. Yeah. She was like, did you think I was too much of a bitch today? Does everyone hate me? I'm like, nah. Yeah, you're probably. Yeah, you're the boss. I mean, I was, nothing you can do. I was, like, I was simultaneously in trouble all the time and teacher's pet like all at once. Okay, we're going but, uh, we're going totally sideways here, but I gotta yeah. ask: have you, Have you seen the Lifeguard? Did we talk about the movie The Lifeguard? Have you seen it? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, Sam Shepard. If anyone wants no, no, to no, check no, it Sam out. Uh, Elliot. Sam Elliot. That's what I meant. Sam Elliot. He's and- like a forty year old lifeguard. Right? <laughs> yeah, and like, and he's still trying to compete. It's like one thing to be a lifeguard, but he's banging chicks in the stands, and he's trying to compete on their like lifeguard games. It's a California beach. They're like, serious about this. There's barely any plot. So it's like he's on the beach. He starts dating a woman like in her 30s, which is like kind of old for him. She's like, let's get serious. She's a, and he's like, no, end of movie. <laughs> she's a flight attendant. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's basically Yeah, so first he hooks up with the flight attendant, and yeah. she's like cool with it. Then he yeah. bangs some teenager. Yeah. She's not really cool with it. Yeah. And then she, he runs into somebody from high school. That's what it and is. And then they start getting kind of together. And he's like, nah, you know what? I think I really need to concentrate on my push-ups and sit-ups, and yeah. I don't have time for this relationship. Right. How's my mustache look? But, but it's, it's actually shot exactly the way you'd shoot like an indie now with the same plot, where it's mm-hmm. like there's not a ton of setup. There's yeah. not a lot of plot. It's just like Sam Elliott, like I'm a lifeguard. Not a lot of background on him. Yeah. Bangs the chick. Yeah. That's it. And then he's like, movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> And the winner of the Sundance Film Festival is... Lifeguard, the Lifeguard. reboot. Yeah. So why did I talk about uh, working at the pool? I don't even remember. I don't know. But that reminds me. So, no, because you had another shitty job. You worked at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. So I'm working at this place, and I'd never, I'd never worked there. I didn't understand. Oh, what like, kind of restaurant? It was a French restaurant in Fells what? Point. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. When was this? Nice. When it was, was pretty this? pretty nice. This is 1996. Okay, so this is... Whoa, hold on. Is this so a... we're living downtown Baltimore, the, all of us. Okay, when did you get the job? Was it for summer? It was for winter break. Which... Winter break, 96. 96 going so into So we're living 97. in town. We're living in town. All the homies are living downtown Baltimore. <laughs> Smart move. So uh, we're having a New Year's party over at... Uh, Guilford Avenue, my sounds crib. Like, sounds like a good time. My three-story row house. That shit was fucking huge. Most of the pimp daddies live there. Yeah. So we're like, hey, the pimp daddy's going to play on New Year's Eve. I go, cool. As soon as I get off work, I'll be here. 
Oh, so, so how I long, go into work. Hold on. How long you'd been working at this job for? Two weeks. Two weeks. And you were and a bus boy. This, this, yeah, and this guy made a huge mistake. And like, ooh. It was a French restaurant? Yeah. It wasn't John Stevens, was it? I don't know. Right. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, and... And it was almost like Ryan Sickler was my boss. Yeah. He had the accent. And right. like, hey, what's going on? hey, man, from Catonsville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, he made the mistake of telling all of us, uh, hey, we're closing down and opening back up in a month, like in Towson. And he's like, we're going to rehire you. And I was like, all right. So I go into work. Yeah. And, and he goes, all right. And then he said something about getting off at like 2 a.m. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I go, I'm not getting off at 2 a.m. I, I, my band's playing <laughs> at like 11. <laughs> and he's like, huh? And I go, yeah, man. I got to go. Oh, well, this is because it was New Year's Eve. Right. What so time? a different schedule. What time is it at? It's like I show up at like 8.30. Yeah. Like 7 o'clock, something like that. <laughs> and he mentioned something about like going till 2. I go, oh, uh, you guys have fun. And I wasn't even being a smart ass. I go, oh, I'm, uh, I was just being a dumbass. I was yeah. just like, oh, I'm leaving at like uh, 10.30. <laughs> And the guy's like, are you, what? I go, yeah, my band's playing. <laughs> and he knew, he knew he was had because he like already let me go. He already like fired me essentially. Right. He'd have to rehire me for me to work at the other place. And who cares? Like I'll right. be back in school by then. Right. And um, he just kept going, like, I can't believe you're fucking me like this, man. I kept my Baltimore accents. I'm and not so you, my you, had, you had like three hours of him going ocean. like, hey, man. He's like down the ocean. No, he kept, he kept, he kind of related to me. He Water. Going, he kept going. Fill up that water. I can't believe water. you're. I can't water. believe you're fucking me like this. <laughs> fucking like. And I'm like, yeah. And then I went to the party and the band didn't even play. <laughs> what were you making then? What were you making then? What was I making for money? Yeah, like three fifty, oh, four, something was it four? like four twenty five, maybe by something then. like that. And I didn't even need the money. Did you get tips? Did they quote unquote tip you out? They break you off tips. Like what? It was like ten percent. Was, was nothing. nothing. It was nothing <laughs> like, because the waiters were doing all the hard work. Yeah, here's insane. six bucks, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. So it all added up to nothing. I still had money in the bank for my lifeguarding job or whatever. Yeah. Like I wasn't paying rent back then or anything. But for some reason, I always felt like I had to be working. Like we took that job at Dodder and Pottle. I didn't really need that job. This Irish bar. I just uh, no, took we, it, I no, took we it took it because we were bored out of our fucking minds. That's right. We spent a winter break taking one class uh, on the UMBC campus. We lived there, and if you don't know, which you probably don't know, there's it's like in its own world. It's in a loop, and the only people not that many people live on campus at UMBC. Or at least back then yes. they didn't. Well, and they definitely don't live on, during winter motherfucking break. Yeah. And it was a blizzard. Like, right. not like, I'm uh, not being um, facetious. It was an actual blizzard. It was blizzard, a blizzard, yeah. And it was like fucking 15 inches of snow or something crazy. And right? there was so many days where we would just wake up. I think I was going to the gym. That was like one thing that would kill like one or two hours. Yeah. We were supposed to be writing. Our film projects. Yeah. But we didn't understand like the discipline of that yet. Yeah, but also it's like... You're like, hey man, come up with a bunch of sh- creative shit while you just sit around in a room, and it's right. like, that's kind of the way you think it works. But like, you need to like be really good at writing dialogue. <laughs> you need to, yeah. It was also like we weren't we weren't that creative then. I it was know. like, uh, I don't know how to really come up with ideas. Uh, I'm gonna watch TV. Oh, TV's getting boring. Oh, fuck, TV's yeah. getting boring. This is back when TV was boring. Yeah. Now I go watch TV for about six, seven hours straight. I remember that that break I wrote like a Goodfellas. 
parody that was about wearing big pants. It was like, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to wear big pants. Really? And I don't remember that. That sounds genius. <laughs> I don't think genius. I really shared it. Are you kidding? And it was about like, um, like just getting into it, getting into the life and like not being right. able to get out of the life of wearing big pants. Right. <laughs> Should have went with that, dude. I never thought that shit was going away, by the way. I was like, man, this shit ain't ever going away, this big pants thing. And then it went away. No, I know. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad that there's no, there was no like Instagram and stuff back then. In a way, I do because it would be nice to be younger because you're better looking when you're younger. It'd be easy to be a fucking comedy star if you're hot as shit. But on the other yeah. hand, like the amount of things I would have posted or like, oh no, without a doubt, you would be. I, when I, I was would, a yeah. younger person, oh yeah, would have been I can't horrific because yeah. I had a hard enough time when I was 35 with that shit. Yeah. You know. All right, let's go back to the shitty job. Back to Dotter and Pottle. Yeah, okay. So, so Matt and I worked yeah. at, so we were kind of bored this winter break. Because we had one class about, it was about watching movies, old movies. What was the uh, theme of that class? We watched Nashville, and our boy Tully, Tully represent! Our Mike boy Mike Tully, Tully was the only now. guy who raised his hand in class was like, yeah, I like that movie Nashville. Everybody else was like, Jesus Christ, that shit was slow. If you watch this shit, it's just about people hanging out in Nashville, like at the airport and shit. I don't know. I've tried to watch it since. <laughs> but also, hold on. Fucking side note to that class. So there was a guy. I don't even, You're not going to remember this guy. There was like kind of a punk rock guy who was like in the art film scene. Yeah. I can't remember his name. We didn't really talk to him. We didn't really hang out. And by the way. But you knew everybody by sight. By the way, it's 1995, okay? I don't know if you've seen Pulp Fiction, but that movie came out like a year before. And that was like the greatest movie And ever. everybody wanted to be a filmmaker after that. Yeah. Like, when Nirvana came out, everybody wanted to be in a band, and as soon as Pulp Fiction yeah. came out, I was like, oh, I'm a filmmaker. And so, I remember sitting in that class, and I remember we were talking about something, whatever. I'm sitting next to this punk rock guy, and uh, he makes a comment about something, and the guy asks him, like, a question, and he goes on this diatribe, and he's like, yeah, man, I don't really like this fucking Quentin Tarantino guy. I think all those movies <laughs> suck. And um, and I was like, and I was like, cool with him for a second. Then he starts saying that I'm like, oh my god, I gotta run, I gotta run, I gotta, run. I cannot pee near him. And he starts going this diatribe about how Tarantino fucking sucks and all his movies suck. Right. And the whole, you could hear the whole room like seriously going like, uh, you're out, you're fucking out of here, buddy. You're out. Yeah, it's over. You're, you're out, out of film school, dude. And he was like very punk rock. And the teacher is like, oh, trying to engage. Yeah. And he's very punk rock, and the teacher's like, whoa, what kind of movies do you like? And he's like, well, I like the movie Sid Nancy, <laughs> which is like the only fucking punk rock movie, especially the time that was out there. And it was like, no. Right. Right. Okay, guy. Yeah, thanks, Sid guy. Sid Nancy. You like the one, the only movie with the sex pistol <laughs> Yeah, in the it. only one movie about punk rock people. Right. That sounds, you're, you're diverse. Not to mention that, and I'm still trying to come up with a theme of this. It was something about like American themes. It was like American. It was like American. Because okay. we watched Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and that was about communism. And okay, then we watched yep. um, Nashville. Peggy Sue got married. He's like, this is much better than Back to the Future. It's Francis. No, Peggy- it's like Back to the Future is the shit, buddy. Where's the DeLorean and Peggy Sue got married? Yeah, your boy Francis fell off after fucking yeah. 1980. Um, fucking Jim Carrey's in it, though. But there was two yes. girls... One was Vicky Valentine. Ooh, which one was Vicky Valentine? She was the blonde-haired girl. Oh, God, and then there she was, was another, hot. And there was, it was like Betty and Veronica. There was a yes. brunette 
that Fucking you, how do you remember this? That you were in love with. Oh my I god, remember I remember her. her. Name, yeah, no. But you were in a creative writing class with her. At one oh my point, god, yeah. And she like read your story and everything. I almost cried. And she said something like, "You know, it's really cool. You're a filmmaker. Filmmakers are so dedicated." <laughs> You were like fucking losing your shit. Like, yeah, so uh, I liked your story too. <laughs> now, I remember she read my story, and I remember she actually said something that was like very deep and thoughtful, and like nothing I could have said. Like, uh-huh. I, I would have never been able to say something. Like what she said about my work, I would was never I wasn't able to like say that yeah. about her work. Like, right. yeah, it's cool. Like right. nothing. And I remember she like actually thought about it and said something. I was like, oh my God. Valerie? Is that her name? I think so. I don't know. So. Who knows? Yeah. God, those were good times. But anyways, I was just watching those girls the whole time. You're just sitting yeah. there like looking at these girls the whole time. Shows I you- actually wrote a Vicky Valentine on Facebook who I think is her. What? And she's like, are you sure it's me? I'm like, you, I was like, I had such a crush on you, blah, blah, blah. And Get she, the she, fuck out of here. She didn't take the compliment. She's just like, are you sure it was me? There's another Vicky Valentine at UMBC. I'm like, just take the compliment. There's fucking two... Vicky Valentine's at UNBC? No way. No fucking chance. Just, just besides the fact that it's like the it's like a Batman character name. Hold on. We Vicky Vale. Get more wine and All we right. got to finish talking about Dr. Potter. All right. Potter. So back to the daughter. So we we know this guy who works at our film cage, which is like basically where we got our film equipment at school. Named Sean. Maybe we'll leave his last name out of it. I guess. Who knows? I already just blew up Vicky Valentine. <laughs> Vicky, Vicky, stop the presses. Who is that? Vicky Valentine. Vicky Valentine. Was that a real ba, ba, name? Because that doesn't sound dance. like. No, it's Vicky Vale. But Vicky Valentine sounds even better. It's so. A little hot. too on the nose. So hot. I remember one time I saw her like on Pratt Street, just driving a car, and I was like. Oh. If there was did they live downtown? Then, did they live downtown? They, they lived were on- like they were like cool like Baltimore kids, and they were like really hot. But God, they I but they were yeah. they were down to hang with the art people, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. we were just too young to deal with that shit. Fucking they dipshits. Were, because UMBC had two different clientele. Actually, it was mostly like a community college. So most of the people Correct. that went there, they were like they were by little. The, yeah. By the way, the most insulting thing which somebody can say to you, which happened on the regulars. Which yeah. you can vouch for is like when people are like we what college you go to you'd be like UMBC and the next answer the, the next question they would go uh, do they have dorms there <laughs> like you know what fucking fuck go you, fuck man. yourself dude do they have dorms there four <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had dorms I didn't know they had dorms that's a is that a four year institution <laughs> um so we're bored. Somehow, I think Sean took the class with us or something, and he offered us a job at this Irish restaurant. Where the fuck was it? Called Daughter and Poddle, which was in Columbia, which was like it was a drive. 25 solid straight minutes-ish yeah. for us. By the way, we lived in Catonsville. Shout out to Ryan Sickler, which is where Catonsville is. Right. UBC is in Catonsville. You know, we, we had no paths. idea we lived... With Ryan Sickler at the same time in the same neighborhood. But I think he was already out here. Maybe. Sickler came out way early, right? I I, I forget. We've got that episode on tape somewhere. The pre-Crab Feast episode. What's up? The original original Crab Feast. Yeah. Um, So we go and work this thing. We're dishwashers. For some reason, me and you have, I guess because we were training, 
Like, you got to train to be a dishwasher? Like, we're working the same day at one point. Yeah, I think at some point, um, was it all? It was never a two man job. It was always never a two man job. But for some reason, we were both working there. I think it was my first day. I think you were training me. Yeah. And um, we got off work, and uh, they just keep throwing us beers. Yeah. And also, like, and they're going down smooth. I don't think I ate. Even though we got a free meal. Yeah, like, but it was like it was like Guinness or Murphy Stout, like something the, gnarly. The last thing you want to do is eat the food after you've been scraping it off. Yeah, like cause yeah. you're you're like your body's fucking with you because you're yeah. getting kind of hungry off this disgusting shit. Yeah, and so everything just seems disgusting after yeah. a while. Um, I, I remember we only had about like four beers, but they were big beers or something. I don't and know. We were four. I remember. We it was just like, never left. We were just hammered. I just remember. Yeah, because also like beer is different. Like you can have a beer on like a Tuesday at like three o'clock and like oh this tastes good, but have a beer after like a hard day's work of washing motherfucking dishes and now that, that would, tastes fucking delicious, dude. Yeah, and like where are we gonna go? Back home to the dorm we've been staying at. We watched Star Wars. Yeah, like there was nobody there. Times. Yeah. yeah. Vicky wasn't coming by. Vicky and Valerie. <laughs> so hot. The, the two I'd bees. fucking kill to see photos of what they... Oh not, not now. I just want to see photos of what they look like then. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, I remember... Give me, give me a second. Go Fuck. ahead. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they were so attractive. Very attractive. You know, we didn't go to school in California. We didn't no. go to school in New York City. No. Not everybody was gorgeous. These two no. were. Yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Hot. Anyways, so the next day, I think you're alluding to this story. You're leading me on. Well, there was vomit on the way home. Was there, there vomit was like, on the way home? There was like, I think, yeah, you went into work the next day. So I went into work the next day going like, man, I'm pretty kind of hungover, but whatever, man. One thing you know, shit happens. It's part of being a dishwasher. Yeah, it's like, you're gonna be whatever, hungover. I'm in college, motherfucker, ain't that bad. Then like, you're like, well, I guess this is really fucking bad. Yeah. Like, my head fucking hurts, and I couldn't keep anything down. Yeah. And I was like drinking water, and I remember, I remember like this never happened, by the way. Actually, like we barely work there, so it's fucking, you know. We worked there like eight times a piece. Yeah, like, so it's like hard to say like barely, but I remember like, uh, got, you roll, first of all, this is great. You roll in at like, Nine, you know, like they have a lunch shift, so you roll in at like nine, right? And there is a stack of motherfucking dishes ready to go from last night. Yeah, like nobody was like, "Hey, man, let's make sure to knock these out." So Randy's got nothing to do in the morning. It's like, fuck no. that motherfucker. You're earn that four twenty five oh, an hour. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's cool. Food's been just been sitting out for like nine yeah. hours. Right. It's getting all hard. So I roll in and I'm like, I'm fucking hungover, <laughs> but like. Whenever the worst hangovers I've ever had are, you never wake up and go, oh, my God, it's the worst hangover. You wake up and go, wow, it's pretty bad. But, like, I, fuck, I think I can handle it. And then it's just like, man, is my head really fucking hurting that bad? Like, It's the okay. details. And, like, the day seems yeah, to bring it like, out. Worse. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, and then I remember rolling in like, oh, cool. There's a stack of motherfucking dishes and food that's been sitting out for nine hours. That's cool. And then I remember the guy who was like the main cook guy. Yeah. He's like, here you go. I was like, oh, what's this? I got to wash that. And he's like, no, man, it's breakfast. And I was like, oh, it's like eggs and bacon. I was like, oh, my God, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I remember like, he's like, yeah, man, you want to eat it? I was like, ah, yeah, it looks good. I don't know. Like, and I remember like, yeah. ah, just drink some water. And then like yeah. fucking throwing up in the motherfucking sink. You threw up in the sink where you wash the dishes. Yeah. I mean, where else would I throw up on the fucking ground? Throwing up while I'm washing dishes. And that's so funny because you're somebody who's not even trying to make it unsanitary. Yeah. And that's your second day of work. Dude, Imagine try- people that like hate the public. Sanitary, buddy. I'm trying yeah. to fucking survive, exactly. dude. Exactly. You're like, we're all in this together. The worst hangovers I've ever had are when I like forgot to eat. Yeah. And it hasn't been like, man, I had fucking nine beers last night. I can't believe it. It's like, we had four beers. It's like, hey, man, I had three beers. And it was like, I'm fucked up because you don't you don't. You didn't eat. eat. Yeah. So kids out there, make sure you eat. Are people even Before into getting get- fucked up anymore? Or is that just like old man shit? Um, speaking of which, yeah, you want to talk about your weed license? Let's talk about the weed. So, well, can we talk about your weed? Yeah, let's talk about my weed. Okay, let's talk about so, your weed. Well, well, let's talk about everybody's weed. Well, because the reason I got the weed is because Matt got the weed. I got the weed because um, it helps me sleep. Right, so I can't and sleep. And also I enjoy it. <laughs> So I uh, I have a hard time sleeping. It goes in phases. Like a couple of years ago, it was really bad, and I smoked. I got some weed through a friend of mine, uh, and that actually helped for like a month. And then I was like, ah, it was too much. I, dude, I smoked like every day for like a month. Yeah, I went to bed. And then my sleeping got better. And now it's been bad. And Matt was like, "Hey, man, I got fucking. I've been taking this shit to go to bed." Yeah. So. I was like, well, I'm going to go. So I went to a place near my office over like on Melrose. And meanwhile, the night before, we all went out to a bar on Tuesday Drinking. night. Yeah. Or Wednesday night. Yeah. All four of us who lived in a on, on campus T-com apartment. on yeah. drums and Chris yeah. Heinz. <laughs> A.K.A. Who the didn't get the bread. job. Who didn't get the job at Donner and Pottle. He was happy to sit there all yeah. winter. He's there. Uh, um. I, I was telling you about how easy it is to get a weed license in California. And for all that I know, for all that I've heard yeah. and all that I've experienced, it's pretty easy. The worst I had to go through was I had like a, a trivial conversation with a doctor who was a comedy okay, fan. But, uh, that was the worst I had to go through. Okay, but what was your, what was your condition? I say I have anxiety and I have insomnia. Okay. so And it was, it was like that. And, and it was already in the paperwork, so they just read it. I didn't have to lie. I just right. had to go, yes. Okay, so my, uh, so the person I work with was like, she's like, well, there's a place down the street. And I was like, well, you know, I have insomnia. I mean, she knew I had insomnia. That's why I was going. She's like, well, that's not on the list of the things. This is the doctor. No, no. This, this is the person you work with. Yeah, and she was okay. like, it's not on the list of the things. I was like, all right, well, I'll go with anxiety. Meanwhile, when I, you know, realize, I realized later it's, it wasn't on the website. It was on the fucking wall or whatever. Gotcha. So I get there and you roll in. And there is, you roll in, it's, by the way, 420 doctors. Come on. Can we get do a little better than that? Yeah, I mean, that does not sound legitimate at all. Right. So you roll in, and it's like, yeah, there's chairs, and there's like a chart on the wall, but it looks like it's like a bad set from a fucking um, Russ Meyer movie. It's like, okay, there's stuff on the wall that seems like it's a doctor's office, but it seems like a little too spare. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you roll in, she's like, fill out the form. You fill out the form. The form says, you know, first of all, on the wall, 
What? What? With, with the that drink? Table. Yeah, that table is like really noisy. Does it look like Sorry, I'm fucking throw that shit at No, it's just the table's really Fuck noisy. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Anyways, so I... Uh, <laughs> you get upset about it. <laughs> so you look on the wall and the wall says, you need to have one of these conditions for at least six fucking months. Uh-huh. See, they don't need a curse in the poster either. That's ridiculous. And that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And you need to have tried regular, right. regular shit. Medicine. Like harmful medicine. If you want medicine. to get tra- technical. Right. So. Try I, these untested drugs yeah. before you try marijuana. So you fill out the form. And then in the form, it asks you, well, what have you done for your condition? Have you tried a regular doctor? What kind of drugs you want? And I was before like. Before you try this harmless medication, yeah. have you tried anything dangerous? Yeah. So I didn't say insomnia. I said anxiety. So I filled it all out, um, which I do have anxiety. And who doesn't? Who doesn't have fucking anxiety? You better have anxiety in this modern world. Who does, you any, better have anxiety. Anybody that has a anybody that's like over the age of forty and you have a family, you have fucking anxiety. If you even got a gas pill, you better right. have fucking anxiety. I'm sorry, because they're gonna take that gas away from you. Yeah, who doesn't have anxiety? So I fill it out and I roll in to the office. And this woman's got the jacket on. Okay, uh-huh. she's got the white jacket. Like and it's got her name. And it says something L.A. cancer, some sort of like L.A. cancer thing. Like, like she's repping something a little better than what she's working. She's advertising. You know what I mean? She's right. advertising. Yeah, she's she like, believes in that cause. Let's right. put it that Well, way. it's like, well, like you. Okay, like if you did some shitty comedy show and you're wearing like an improv t-shirt. Like, yeah, dude, I might do the shitty comedy show. But I do cool comedy shows too. No, that's why they have. That's why the MC has credits in a comedy show. They're right. like, this guy's done the Tonight Show, not just this piece of shit bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah, besides the laundry man, he's actually been on television. I mean, it was right. a TV show that featured people on the laundromat. But whatever. so you roll in, and there's a desk. You know, it's like an IKEA desk, and there's like two things on the wall, and like her certificates right uh-huh. on the wall and then like her purse and her bag and a fucking sports drink are on the table but it's not a lived in look it's not right. like a lot of papers and a lot of like sh- oh my god I got so much to sign we started seven months ago we might be gone next week right but all, or it looks like she just rolled in an hour ago and was like I'm gonna put my shit up right my first doctor was real sleepy I'm sorry go ahead well, yeah so anyway so my woman was it was a woman and it was a black woman not that I'm making assumptions sure but, but so, okay, so she, I fill out the form. She's looking at the form. She's like, you have anxiety? And she's just like, come on, dude. Yeah, man, I don't know if you got enough to get a prescription. Like, I was like, fuck, I'm failing, right? <laughs> so then she's like, um. How much of a loser are you? I failed my weed test. Yeah, exactly. And so she's like, uh, so it says you have anxiety. So, um, are you ever afraid to leave the house? I'm like, well, no, like <laughs> depends on where I'm going. Not really. Like I might be afraid to like leave work because I got too much work. And she's like, "All right, um, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the movies, where do you sit?" And I was like, um, "I don't know, in the middle." And she was like, "No, you see right. the exits, dude." <laughs> she's like, "Okay." Uh, let's say you go to a, let's say your friend wants to go to a party. Okay. And you don't know anybody at that party you want to go? No. All right. You got agoraphobia. 
<laughs> I was like, what? I got a fucking disease now? You're Axel Rose. Finish Chinese democracy by the end of the year. She's like, you have agoraphobia. And I was like, uh, okay. She's like, you need a prescription one year. And I was like, okay. You're goddamn right I do. By the way. By I got a party next week. I don't way, know anybody. Let's review. What other prescriptions do they give you one year? You don't get like painkillers for a year. I got blood pressure medication. I have to renew it every three months. <laughs> yeah. Because they're There's scared no it's going to go year. wrong. year. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. year. Okay, one year. Agoraphobia. Sounds good. Here's your seven-year prescription <laughs> for yeah. heroin. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to clear. And she's like, yeah, have you ever had suicidal thoughts? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. You know, like, Randy tells the truth. Sure. Why not? And she's like, well, when? I was like, I don't know. A couple of months ago. <laughs> like, I don't know. By the way, I don't know why I said a couple of months ago. I was just like. Because it, it was, just came out of your mouth. Because it was also like, eh, you like, don't want it to it seems too urgent, but it was like, eh, it's kind of around, you yeah, know what I mean? right, right, right. And she's like, are you sure it's a couple of months ago? I was like, ooh, did I say months? I was like, yeah, I was like, I mean, well, yeah. I don't know, like, I don't know. But yeah, no, I went the other way. I was like, I don't know, like, yeah, maybe. And she's like, you have, have you been th- thinking about it recently? I was like, only when I walk on bridges. Well, like, not today. I, uh, she's like, so you. She's like, well, I can't write you this this prescription if you've been having suicide thoughts. I was like, well, I haven't had suicide thoughts. By but, the way, nothing makes me able to deal with life more than than being on marijuana. Right. So, like, fuck the suicidal thoughts. They're not but, even coming in. Yeah, right okay. Ahead. But, okay, so this goes, this begs the question. So, okay, we're back to the, to the, to the doctor. Which I'm like, right? So like, there's part of her that you can see that's like, at because she explains stuff, she over explains stuff. Not only that, like you've heard that it's easy to get this license, right? But also she over explains stuff in the sense that like she's showing me that she's fucking smart and she knows right, the shit, right, right, right. which she does. Not just about weed, but about like conditions and shit. Yeah. So there's a part of her that's like, I'm actually trying to help. A B. I'm fucking smart. I'm showing you smart. But there's also the thing that's like, God damn, I can't believe I'm fucking here. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, is she here because, like, fucking racism? Like, that's all this shit can fucking get? Uh-huh. You know? Or was she, like, legit and some shit happened and her shit went fucking sideways? And it fucking sucks, but this is how she's got to make a living. And all uh, I kept thinking about was, like, I want to know everything about this fucking woman. Right. Because, like... How do you become a weed doctor? Like, are fucking, do you tell people you're a doctor and you're actually a weed doctor? You should give her a one-year prescription of a documentary you're making. Well, she did call me. She did say, (laughs) she did say, I can call her anytime if some questions arise. Oh, is that right? Here's a question. Hey, man. Can I interview the shit out of you on camera? Hey, man, here's a question. I smoked like nine hits of the indica, man, and then I was like fucking anxiety, and then I like, I took three hits of the uh, sativa, and then, like, you know, like, who calls her? Call up and be like, which Vicky Valentine did I have a crush on? <laughs> Can you do me a favor? It was Vicky Valentine and her friend. Matt thinks her name's Veronica. They were the most attractive women I've ever seen in my life, and I was 21 years old. If anybody... If you could, yeah, if you could find them now and just actually... It'd be great if they were attractive now, but that's okay if they're not. But I just need old photos right. of them so I can... Right, so I can get on with my life. So if anyone's out there that's from the Baltimore area, we got a Vicky Valentine. The one I found on Facebook is some. She's in D.C. now, 
and she's very uh, successful and stuff. Um, Otherwise, don't be on social media. And then we got a Valerie Blank. We're just coming mm. up blank on Valerie. Very attractive mm. girl, brunette. If anyone can uh, can help us figure out our old River- Riverdale-style crush, <laughs> let us know. Please. Anyways, back Please. to the weed. Yeah. So I got the card. I passed. C minus, right? C minus. I passed C minus. I got, I got the thing and uh, went to the weed place with Matt. And so the weed place, for the people who don't know, is there's like the gate in the front and it's the buzz. And there's like two like hot 20-somethings like rolling joints in the front. Hey. And the, Hey, what's up? Uh, sign in on the iPad. Let me know when you're done. Oh, it's your first time. Oh, my God. Here's the first time card. Like, oh, my God. Okay. When I got mine recently, I renewed my card. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God. It's your first time again. It's like, you're a virgin again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. But I specifically remember them. So they're rolling joints. They got, like, so much weed. They're, like, rolling joints. It's almost, it, It's fucking... It's out of a Soderbergh movie. It's like out of a fucking right. movie. Like these chicks are just rolling joints. And I remember the one going like, yeah, so when are you going to come on? Like they're like tripping on like something else. Right. right. They're like tripping on mushrooms or something. Right. So then you got to go into another room, which is actually like the sale room, for lack of a better term. Right. The showroom. There's the showroom. like four. There's about four. Young yeah. girls, in but there. there's like it's like it's like poker. It's like Vegas. It's like there's a lot of like unwritten rules. They're like, yeah, you got to go in and sit and wait for your number to be called. You can't be like rolling in. And there's a lot of like, make sure you're cool, dude. Yeah, it's like going to the airport. Like you've got to be waved over to show that ID. Right. You can't just roll up on that shit. So you roll in and then you wait for your number and then you get the number, but you're like a first timer and she's like, you got to spin the wheel. By the way, that ha- by the way, if you need a prescription for fucking Oxycontin, they go, hey, let's spin the wheel and get more Oxycontin. Like, what the fuck is that? They do that with my hypertension medicine. <laughs> They're like, spin the wheel, you get an extra seven days worth of medication. So you get a free joint. Right. And, yeah. then, and then you get like a spin of the wheel, which I got some chocolate. Some other chocolate. Yeah. One time, I got the worst one. What? A lighter. <laughs> yeah. Even she was like, here you go. I was like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Can't get that anywhere else. So anyway, so I got, I got some chocolate. I got the gummies. I got two different kinds of weed. Yeah. Sorry, I'm hitting That's okay. Two different kinds of weed. Ringo Gift. Ringo Gift? Yes. Named and, after Ringo Starr? No. Ringo, this like pot guy. Who was There's a, another Ringo yeah. <laughs> that's famous. Who was a big okay, this is way inside baseball. Okay. This guy named Ringo who is way into like CBDs. Do you know about CBD? Are you familiar with this term? Yeah, it's something that's kind of a pain relief, but it doesn't get you high. Right. Well, there's all okay, so from what I've read, it's stuff that's high in CBD. And low in THC is what they call a body high. It's not a head high. Yeah. Which and my definition of is just weak weed. Right, 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 right. Right. And I actually like that because it's not all up in your head. Sure. What they say, it's not a head high. You're not which means to... you're not fucking stoned. You're not going to stare at a plant for like three hours. Right. right. And you might be able to go along with your daily life. But the, Par- but the Paris Triple X. Paris Triple X. That's like OG Kush and that'll fucking. Sounds like they had to have a convention over sunrise. there. Yeah. And then the joint, I was like, well, I'm looking for more of a sativa, which is supposed to be up and creative. Yeah. And I got a joint of that. And then 
some fucking chocolates. She threw some other chocolates and another fucking thing, right? Okay, so let's review. So I had, <laughs> I had the uh, uh, the Ringo gift. Yeah, and I like that because it gets you high, but you're not stoned. Okay, and you can't get stoned. Like you could smoke like fucking six hits, and you're like, you, there's a ceiling. Uh huh. And it's you're high, but you're not like, who's there? Who's behind me? You're not like. I've been sitting here for 20 minutes and it felt like fucking six hours. Yeah. Like it's not, you're not like stone. Gotcha. Right. Which basically, and so I don't know how much you've gone on like Leafly or like the weed map. Not at all. That. Okay. So you can go on these things and actually look up weed on whatever your quote unquote condition is. Mm-hmm. So if you have insomnia, you can find out which which weeds are yeah. to help insomnia and then you can find the location on the map in LA. Yeah. But what I have theorized, and Matt, you tell me your theory, is that like either shit gets you crazy stone or it gets you semi stone. Yeah. You can have your indica or your sativa, but like right. somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never found a happy medium. The best case right. scenario for me is to be way too stoned and then it just drops down a little bit. Then yeah. I'm good. Because you don't you're never way too stoned for that long. Although well, I like Two hours. I was like, I, I took the. I took too much of something the other day. Yeah, and I was like, I was in outer space. Yeah, I was exploring. I don't know the entire year of 2010. Yeah, like I was just like yeah. living visually. But like it's an hour in that hour. year. But you're, oh, are you smoking it? What are you doing? Oil. I ate, I ate it. Ooh. I ate it, and I might as well take an LSD. Jesus because, Christ! Like I didn't hallucinate. What did you take? The gummies. Mm-hmm. A whole gummy. No. Half a gummy. Not even. What'd you do? I took like probably somewhere close to 15 milligrams of a gummy I had. Okay. See, which I, is the smallest fucking bite right, you so ever I seen. I took a five milligrams of a gummy. Okay. And I didn't really feel it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing now is, by the way, now this is helping my sleep. Like gotcha. uh, the shit that I've been smoking, which is the uh, Ringo's Gift. Is high in CBD, and that ain't doing shit. Okay. But give me a good time. It actually does relax me. Yeah. And, and like, the, the fucking, you know, cute Latina lesbian chick behind the counter. Right. She was just like, you want chocolate? Yeah, you can have these chocolates. You want gummy? Have some gummies. Like, there wasn't a lot of... She wasn't helping? Eh, See, it wasn't, because wasn't really a lot of helping. I had a girl that was really helping me. Yeah. Well, Twice I, over now. I don't know if you can switch. Be honest with you. No, once you get your girl, you got your girl. And you can't tell. You don't never learn their name. But or this company called Humboldt with no vowels, they actually <laughs> they're actually fucking smart because they, they market their stuff to the effect. So there's the sleep one, there's the they have like arousal one and some other right. like arousal thing. These shops assume everyone is a pro. Uh I'm but I but I came in. I mean I didn't say I was like but like, you know, I came in, I was like, hey, I'm looking for something for insomnia. She was like, what do you want, chocolate or whatever? But like, I initially wanted chocolate because the wife was like, you can't smoke around the fucking thing. Yeah. I was like, but I, I, I can't estimate two hours in time. Sure. So like, I got to go smoke or oil or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. You? Uh, You're all about the gummy. I like the gummy because I stay in a lot of hotels and I don't like smoking weed in the parking lot in Connecticut. But what about the oil? <laughs> 
but also the gummy you can just take on a plane, right? The oil, I would never do that. The oil, um, I don't have a vape pen. You have to smoke that out of a vape pen, right? Oh. Vape pen's great because, and I got to get one, because you just, you can walk around with it yeah. and no one cares. You can get that on a plane, no one cares. But like the, I mean, so if you go on Leafly, you can actually look at all these strands and look at reviews. Uh-huh. And people who smoke weed, and when you go in there, I mean, they make that shit sound so fucking exciting, dude. You're like, holy shit, I want, like, all that shit. But, like, I got $45 worth of shit. Yeah. It's going to last me, like, two and a half years. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think a lot of people, I'm not this into weed. Some people, it's just, like, their main thing. They right. like it as much as I like Metallica. Right. They're like, it's weed. And I'm yeah. just kind of like, I, since I won't let myself smoke weed during the day i just have a little bit right before i fall asleep yeah it's not my it's not i'm not into it that right much. but do you feel like it's practical okay, well, for me, me it's me not ask, exciting right. for me well okay th- that that goes back to this theory that i had it was like when you're younger when i smoked weed when i was younger 19 20 18 19 20 it was this new thing because you were like bored you're like not what are we gonna that. do i don't know let's not smoke some weed they told you in school that it would kill you and then you found this little secret that it won't kill you and yeah. it's actually like a lot of fun and not only fun i mean you, like Illegal. the first dozen times you do it you're like on the floor laughing you're like i've never laughed you're laughing. hard and, and you're laughing's like, great you're like hold on before i was having a pretty good time now i'm having an excellent time right and it's shitty fucking weed like it was yeah. a great yeah and so you were actually like somebody was bored. Now you're doing it. Now it's the opposite. I'm actually too stressed. And that's why I want to do it. Like I'm actually looking for it to take away the shit that's in my head. Exactly. Before it was like, fill me up with some shit. Now it's like, get it all away. Like no, I want your head's all like, to go away. Your head's like, how about this memory? Yeah. And you're like, no, let me smoke that out. So have you found that the weed you've eaten or smoked or oiled or whatever – have you found like that big a difference between them all? Uh, at this point, yes. I was in Vegas last week and I got some edibles out there. It's legal out there. And that was like the most mild shit I've ever gotten. Yeah. Whereas I got this stuff in California that I absolutely love. Knocks me out. I'm out cold. Now, now I'm running a whole new chemistry set out in yeah, Las you Vegas. Got, you, you got to re- I Google it all and I read it all. Right. Okay, but but not not that it's a thousand percent accurate. For either. me, I went to this place that I took you to, and I go, "Hey, I really need to sleep." This girl's like, "This is it." She gave it to me. It worked. I'm like, "This is great." It was all females at that place. All, and you it was never like even, straight out of a Tarantino movie. Like, again. Yeah, I know. It was like, it was like a grindhouse part two. Yeah, it was like yeah. weed box. Yeah, uh, the only male they have is a, a security guard who's yeah pretty half ass in it, but um. I went to the same place in, in Nevada. And Nevada looked like uh, Breaking Bad. Like, you know when they start cooking for Gus? Yeah. And how everything's just all nice? Yeah. It was like very clean. It looked like a doctor's office. It wasn't in some strip mall. It had its own building. And is this uh, Nevada? I mean, uh, sorry. Las Vegas. Vegas. We're in Vegas, just like off the strip Right somewhere. off the strip. Yeah. Um, I talked about it on the last podcast, but I went to a place on the strip. And they're like, yeah, so it's just... Um, Twenty bucks and we'll we'll take you there. And I was like, what? What? They're like, yeah, it's right. It's like right down Smoke the street. Weed every day. Yeah. And you go, all right. They're like, it's not legal in this trip. I go, 
all right. But you're just so happy that like everything's working out. You just go, all right. You run your debit card or yeah. whatever, however that Hold on, but, but you, you, you didn't have a, like your license from California? No, I have my, my, my license from California, blah, blah, blah. And they go, here's your, uh, we got you an appointment. Here's your card. And it's, fi- it's like 10% off, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. No you're wheel taking- to spin? I'm like, oh, cool. You're taking me to your other location. Yeah, I get in the car. Second date. I get in the car. <laughs> second date already. I get to the car. Mystery. We consider the second date. I get. I get in the car. It's fucking gross. Like it's yeah. just. They have a guy just sitting there. Yeah. Um, in the there's two people there. One working the computer and one just sitting there. Just yeah. a slob. Dudes. And and he's like, I'll get the car ready. I'll bring it around. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I get in the car. It's all like, it's like. Someone put in the effort. There's no trash in it. Yeah. But there's no vacuum cleaning whatsoever. And then right. he starts so asking me city, yeah. he starts asking me personal questions and I'm like, this is like a real drug deal. I'm hanging with somebody I don't want to hang with, somebody I don't know, and I'm questioning whether this is legit or not, which is really not. Because I get to the place and I go, here's my appointment card. And they're like, they look at it and they're like, yeah, this is like 10% off if you, if you want it, but you'll talk to them in there. They do the same thing. They look at my card. They look at my ID. I'm starting all over again. I just paid $20 for a six-mile ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They totally that's, screwed that's me. That's Vegas, though. That's, that's Vegas. Vegas. You got to pay them hand. And dude. that's when I said to myself when I walked out, and the motherfucker wasn't there. We're living in a society. Dude wasn't there. <laughs> And I'm looking for the phone number, right? Twenty dollars. I'm looking for the phone number. Yeah. And I look at the receipt that I made them right, by the way. Yeah. They weren't gonna give me one. It said it very it was very clear on the receipt. Ride to the dispensary. That's and Vegas. Like, that's fine. what sucks about no, Vegas. That's Vegas. There's a fucking vig on everything, pay bro. You gotta pay There's a man. fucking vig on everything. And that business, all they do yeah. is drive. 20 minutes down the street. Like everything's, a hot, everything's a side hustle in Vegas, right? Like everything is like, you know, like you're getting some side hustle, you're getting some things. Like yeah. I remember I remember going to Vegas and like gambling during the day and like listening. Like I'm so intrigued by like these fucking dealers. And the guys, the dealers who are talking to the other de- dealers and they're talking about, first of all, gambling lines of sports games and some casino they went the night before as civilians. And I was uh-huh. like, hold on, what do you do? You work yourself as a fucking dealer and then on the side, you go and think you can fucking win some fucking pie gal shit somewhere and you're fucking sports gambling? Loser. Like, like, you know the system's rigged. Yeah, like, You dude, know the system's holy rigged. Holy shit, this town sucks. I'm <laughs> fucking depressed as fuck, and I don't even live here, dude. Let's get the music going. Let's see a girl with big boobs. Let's have her fucking put out some food. You know right, I mean? let's enjoy ourselves. Speaking Jesus Christ. Of uh, tough towns. We should give a little call out to uh, Torrance right now. Well, that uh, a, a, a conversation you and I had earlier. Yeah. When are we going to go down to visit the E-dubs and do a little on the road? We were talking about going down and kind of like blindsiding E-dubs. Do we, is it a surprise? He doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. He used to. What? Yeah, he's not. Like, he just wants to like, he's, he's gone showbiz. 
He just wants to do his thing. He doesn't listen anymore. But we were talking about just like showing up at the apartment and doing a Well, remote. yeah, I mean, I think we drive down there. We do a pod. We do like a lot of dialogue down so, there. Maybe so, we get like a fucking uh, burrito or right. tortata. Tito's tacos, something like that. Now, anyone listening, please don't blow up our spot. Please don't tell Eric about this. We want to we do this at some point. And you're only fucking yourself. Oh, we should, I wonder if Wendell's ever smoked weed. I don't know if he has. He, he's I not think it's a good question. He's not into it. He's so straight. He likes to pretend like he drinks. He don't even drink. No, he don't drink. He's a fucking... Drinking beers. He don't drink shit. <laughs> he didn't drink... I had a beer for him here. He didn't drink one beer because he had to catch yeah, a flight no, at like no, no. 3 p.m. the next day. Yeah. Like, dude. No. Talk to me. Hey, Wendell. Yeah. Question. Have you ever smoked, yeah. have you ever smoked weed? Uh, yeah, I was in Amsterdam. I smoked some. But, like, but were you drunk and smoked weed or, like, sober weed? Yeah, sober weed's different weed. Mm, well, it's hard to remember. This was, like, 2004. I was probably drunk because <laughs> we were drinking a lot, too. All right, I so mean, you haven't really like smoked weed. Yeah. Smoke, smoking weed drunk is just, like, a crashing airplane. Yeah. You're like, this flight's already out of control. You smoke, like, two hits and you fall asleep. Yeah. I really wish I could find the picture, too, because there's a picture of, like, me and J.J. and Hollister <laughs> sitting at a table in the hotel room JJ. with a big pile of weed on the table of the hotel room and then a bottle of Cristal on one side and a bottle of Dom on the other. Where are the checks? No checks? I don't have any idea what happened to it or who took it. I don't even know where. I Probably Hollister has it. They didn't have, enough, they didn't have enough money to bring the girls from the red light all the way to the hotel. <laughs> Hey, so no, you don't no, remember you, really smoking weed? You've never really smoked weed? I, n- I don't remember getting high from it, so I probably didn't smoke enough while I was there. They're, like, they're really into it. I've never really been into it. I'm more of a drinker. Than a are you smoker. drinking t- tonight, Vids? What do you got? Are you drinking? Nah, my knee hurts. I, I hurt my <laughs> knee on set yesterday, so I'm not so drinking. So do you drink beer with your like leg? Pain medication. Yeah, shout out to Harry like- Dean Stanton, passed away. Uh, Wendell can't drink tonight for you as he is knee does hurt. So Harry understands. Yeah. You know, he was a little bit of a drinker himself. Well, I, I don't like to drink alcohol with uh, pain medication. You know, I know that's a big thing for some people. That but, makes you one know, of you. I'm not trying to be a, well, hold, yeah, whoa. Not, right. Let's fucking rewind the tape for a second. What kind of pain medication are you taking? Uh, I I only have a couple of it. I think the guy called it aspirin or something. So he it's said like it was a something like a leave that's uh, good that's for nothing. That's I don't know what it was. It's I like forget a, the name of it. I thought it, I've had that. That's again. nothing. That's so fucking it's like rookie a, shit. It's like a nickname for aspirin. It was good for like no. It's like some kind of like ibuprofen yeah. type thing or a leave thing that's good for like muscle pain and stuff. It's fucking rookie shit. I don't know. What I, it is. I tweaked my knee somehow yesterday. Nesporin. Like, on so, your on your way to Starbucks? <laughs> no, no, I'm working on a Lifetime movie. Who are you? Sven Gali, what'd you say? Is that the one about the No, girl? I'm working on some Lifetime movie for some Christmas Lifetime movie, and I tweak my knee like going to Dolly party, putting the, like we have a big Chapman uh, Super Pee Wee 3, and I was trying to put it on the Dolly with three other people. Is that, Sounds is like that, a worker's comp claim to me, Wendell. Is that the movie where like the girl... You has, know, I was going to call you and ask you about that uh, <laughs> earlier tonight. To be honest, I almost called you, but I figured you'd be out to dinner or something and like busy. That's what it is, but buddy. That's, that's what they call you, workers' comp. about that. 
I might have to call and get your opinion about that yeah, tomorrow. Because uh, this you, is 1099, and there's no way they're they're not going through payroll. And I'm I'm almost positive that they're not fucking having insurance, workers' comp insurance. Do you? We have an animal wrangler. They have like a couple. She has a couple small like chihuahuas, a couple cats. Yeah. This Simi Valley, cool. she where, has like lions and shit at her house and stuff. And lions. And shit where's like the fucking... set in Simi Valley? Nah, you know we're really lucky. We're shooting in San Pedro. I'm at some house. Get the in fuck San Pedro. out of here! The, the house used to be in Pasadena, and I guess the guy, the owner, said he, that they cut it up and brought it down there. I'm sure it was real cheap to move a house from Pasadena to San Pedro, but I it's old Victorian. You. It looks really cool. So, how long's your commute? 15 minutes, dude. Get Can't the beat that. fuck out of here. Hashtag That's winning. the first time you've dude, ever had a good commute. In so like are seven you moving years. up to Hollywood or what, dude? I mean, I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've had a good commute like this, you know? It's very, very few. So, what's up? You, buy, you, you buying some new wardrobe? What's going on? Upgrade. And the only no, downside I'm still is... I'm wearing production shirts that I get for free, dude. I'm not about fashion at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm easy to please when it comes to clothing, dude. I'm not trying to impress anyone. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Hashtag winning. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Not That's trying right. to impress. Did you? Do you have winner that? winner chicken dinner? Yeah. I don't think so. Winner winner Wendell dinner. Do you have that on your um, uh, what's, what do they call it? Matt, the dating app. Oh, it's on Bumble yeah. and Tinder. Is it on your Tinder profile? Yeah, Hashtag. I'm Tinder not trying to match. impress anybody. Yeah. By the way, we never got to the bottom of that. What? We had an episode what? similar to this months ago where Randy made you get on Tinder. And what happened? Right. Yeah. What happened? I totally forgot about it. And uh, I think it crashed or something. Crashed. I, deleted it. I don't even think I have it. There's no crashing. Um, Tinder is alive and well. Up, but I haven't, uh, I haven't Shout out to Torrance example. and all the ladies out there who are having a lonely night. That's who right. Need, who we need Swipe a, right on what's up, lady? We're looking, a, looking for a man in his mid 40s. He grips on there you go. Uh, lifetime fifteen minute movies. commute, so he can be back in your loving arms in no time. Private message me on Twitter, ladies. Let's make this happen. <laughs> Hashtag love. Here we go. All right. So, what movie are you going to review this week? Um, you know, I got a few things since it's been a while since we've had a little episode here. Passive aggressive. Um, you know, you know what I got around to watching, and, and I don't, I don't think I talked about it last time. I finally got around to watching Ozark, which everyone was raving about. Oh, please! I'll tell you what, please, we want the hot opinion on this uh, show that everyone uh, saw. Probably not a hot opinion two months anymore. Ago. It's been out for a few weeks, but uh, it was actually really good, dude. It was really good. I uh, binge watched. I couldn't you, stop watching it. I had to keep finished? watching. It. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. I watched. I watched all. All. Uh, all How many all, ice yeah. cream trucks? Oh, that's that's five ice cream trucks all the way, dude. I can't. I mean, I love me some Jason Bateman, dude. Did you like Good when? Uh, did you like when Joe played the Magic Castle? Wait, what? <laughs> I was just seeing if you watched the right show. That was an Arrested Development. Uh, I was trying to. Uh, I was trying to no, fool no. you. But okay, so here's my uh, two cents, as they say. What? Yeah. Plot gets a little bananas, like episode five, six, seven, eight. It goes bananas. Absolutely, and I don't even like. Yeah. I don't like the flashback episode. Like, boom. Agreed. No flashback. I don't episode. like the flashback episode. Um, but all that said, I loved it. I thought it was, it was great. great. I just thought it went two bananas. Like it just goes two bananas. I don't need it to go bananas. I was like in. I was in the slow, pl- the slow pace. He is like. Is anybody else delivering 
amazing, sarcastic delivery. Like nobody. Does Nobody. anybody deliver no, it like him? No. Fucking kills. It's him. He's, Where's fucking yeah, Vince Vaughn? Like because yeah. he's killing Vince Vaughn he's right now. He's so calm with all his delivery. Yeah. yeah, his delivery is fucking money. Um, yeah, his deadpan is. Yeah, he's on. He's right fucking on. Fucking kills. Like, can't beat him. Have you so, seen? Go ahead. Yeah. So, well, Wendell, people are comparing the show to Breaking Bad. How do you feel about that? I mean, I'm sure that's a fair comparison since I never finished watching <laughs> that show. Although, I mean. You know, I, I don't know. I I don't think I was. I might not have been quite as excited and as enthralled in the first four seasons as I was in this first season of this show. Like I couldn't. I wanted to keep watching. I was way more excited about this. Yeah, and, you I know, think maybe it, the problem is Breaking yeah. Bad was hyped up for me for yeah. so many years oh, that's before why. I watched it. That's why. You to- know, yeah, that's totally why. Because if yeah, if it. If you, if wanna, you got it hyped up by this thing, it'd be the same thing. If you want to get into right. Breaking Bad, watch the episode about the fly being in the uh, the laboratory. Yeah. I kind of want to watch Breaking I mean, Bad from the beginning again. Oh, do it. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Wendell, you don't do it. I You're watched, too tired. Like, I watched like eight of like Mad Men again, and Mad Men's like phenomenal. It's, it's fucking mic drop for the first three seasons. Well, yeah, but also like... Every Mad, episode. But also Mad Men captures a tone that I've never seen before or since. Like, it's the pace of Mad Men. There's, like, this tension, but it's, like, it's not, like, overt. I'm going to drink whiskey and morally judge you. Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) I can't stop watching The Sopranos. How about that? I'm on a fucking loop. Oh, Oh, you are? I'm losing my mind. You are? Yeah, I just keep watching it and watching it and watching it. That's my go-to. You never seen it? I see no, it he a billion times. Right now, I'm watching it oh, yeah. in order. Okay, so even though oh, I just wow. saw the last episode like a month ago, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that show. I miss that show. It's hard to you make don't have a good, to miss it. Really good mob show in the age of the video stream. You don't have to miss. Yeah, it. I have. I have the first season on DVD. I got it like a million years ago. Okay, side side. Yeah, I was there. Side review, Wendell. Have you seen the Deuce yet? No, I recorded the pilot, but I haven't been able to watch it because I've been Matt, probably too busy. I Is saw it. Good? I saw it. Well, uh, side review for everybody listening. It, well, was, it was good. Well, first of all, yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. It's fine. Like it's got the potential to be good. How much do you love Maggie Gyllenhaal? That's what it really comes uh, well, down to. Well, okay. Well, hold on. I got a couple of side things. First of all, like, <laughs> uh, what's the movie with? Um, Fucking Will Ferrell, and like he plays like the tax guy, and like Maggie, like yes, there's like prime Maggie Gyllenhaal era, which yeah. is like seven years ago, where okay. she was like, "You are the cutest girl on the planet." Right, right. It starts with right. Donnie Darko. It yes. goes straight through the Artie movie with right, and so uh, now, Will Ferrell. Right, and so now it's like it's seventies porn. She's a hooker, and it's like I can see. David Simon and the team going like, hey, man, Maggie, we want this totally real and authentic. And it's like, we don't want you to wear a bra. And it's like, man, she probably should wear a bra. Like, and so it's like, it's the super real version. I don't really need the real version. Right. I need a little bit of gloss. That's kind you know of what, what I mean? prostitution and, and the original porns were like, though. Right. You ever seen the original porns? Was- yeah. But again... It's like, okay, so... Because I haven't. I want to know. Okay, so... 
the greatest movie about porn is Boogie Nights. Hands True. down, we can all talk True. about it. Right. And that's the only movie that got it right and really didn't get it right, but it was like a great story. And I feel like right. when you go porn and you go 70s, you do this thing where it's like, dude, we're going to keep it totally real, yeah. totally authentic. Method Man's going to be in there. Yeah, and Method Man's going to have regular straight hair. <laughs> and I feel like it, it, it doesn't miss, but it's like, we're trying so fucking hard right. to be ill. And you look at a show like Mad Men where there's no sexuality. It's all restraint, but there's something right. more provocative about it. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Even though it's like it's written well, it's got these different storylines. They're all going somewhere I'm still going to watch. Yeah. But I'm like right. – I, I just wish like uh, I don't need the subject matter because I, I was like – why? Why do we need two James Francos? Is that part of the real I'm story or you. what? I'm with you. But also, like, <laughs> we also have seen honest question. We've seen Dolomite. We've seen seventies yeah, we porn. Have. We've seen this like done to death. So when you see the dudes who are the pimps, yeah, it's a parody of a parody of a parody. Yeah, it's like it's so far down the yeah. line. It's like if you I can't even see, fucking see this anymore. If you really want to see what it really looked like. Not Fuck really. all this Not recreation. Really. Not really. But I'm saying, Taxi Driver had the real, so good, the real footage. So good. It wasn't like recreated so for yeah. Scorsese. Yeah. He just like filmed it. Yeah, so good. Yeah. And so he there, fucking there wipes, wipes up the back seat. Yeah, oh, it's so dude. good. Yeah. Um, and just I didn't know this was the David Simon show. Does this take place in Baltimore? No, it takes place in New York. New York but it's man. David Simon and the other dude. But all right. but, but I feel that's like why it's all the same actress as The Wire, right? Yeah, but I feel like you're in this like zone that's already provocative. Yeah, that like I I, I just I, it's there's nowhere to go. Sure. Yeah, we'll see. Well, Let's see what you it. think, Wendell. I, I mean, it's super well, well done. I got the pilot recording. I haven't watched it. But also, like, is James Franco doing a fucking parody of James Franco now? I can't even watch him anymore. He's so far <laughs> off the grid. Right? As far as parodies of himself, yeah, he's like, hey man, and I'm like, I can't even watch him anymore. Right, right. <laughs> and now there's two of them. Like, if it's not a true story, we don't need two of them. Did you see? I think there's an element of true story. Did you see 1147 or whatever the fucking um, yeah. Hulu? No, I thought you were saying 127 no. hours. No, he did. He did a Hulu show, and it's the it's the it's the uh, Stephen King book. That's like uh, a guy who goes through time and tries to go back and uh-huh. save uh, Kennedy. Uh, that stars Franco. That's like not is bad. Is it good? Yeah, it's That's not bad. Good. Oh, really? I like... Um, I don't, I'll have to check that out. What's the movie, This Is The End, where it's all the comedy actors like in the world? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, so I love, good. I love yeah. when they're stuck in the house, and I think it's Danny McBride comes out, and he's like, uh, we just got all this and uh, a copy of 27 Hours. And James Franco's like, it's 127 hours. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. But the first like twenty minutes or so, you don't see Danny McBride, and then you see like a bathtub, and there's smoke coming Cypress out. Cypress Hill plays, and then they when I was the like, shit it's comes fucking down, yeah. you better be ready <laughs> when the shit goes down. And then there's it's, nobody watching him cook breakfast, but he's got four frying pans. So going, good. And he does the presentation <laughs> hands so over good. him, dude. Yeah. It's so good. That guy fucking kills. living on fat blunts and da 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 da. That guy gets his own sense of humor, and he He's knows the how fucking, to keep going. He, you know, the movie, 
Without him, you're like, that's a pretty good movie. With him, it slays. Slant 360 dunk. Yeah, he's fucking Anything so good. So good. And I love... The uh, principal comes out soon, right? Yeah, I love, I love the other guy, too. Uh, Walton... Boggs. Boggs? Yeah. Is it Boggs? He's like, from Justified, yeah. He's like... He's great. He's like, Gamby, you are a jerk-off. Like, I love... <laughs> every time he says Gamby, I'm dying laughing. Yeah, they got good chemistry, dude. But he said he was only going to do two seasons of that. Taking hits from the bomb. Keep playing it, dude. There's nothing better than this. What a sample. What a sample, right? Are you kidding me? Classic. Pick it, pack it, fire it up, come along. And take a hit from the bomb. Put the blunt down just for a second. Don't get me wrong, it's not a new method. Inhale, exhale. I just got an ounce in the mail. I like a blunt or a big fat comb, but my double barrel bong is getting me stoned. Plug it. Uh, that's where I drop off. Cypress Hill, so good, dude. So good, keep it going. Yeah. Of the skunky, spunky, smelly green shit. Sing my song take hits from the ball. Hits from the ball, yo! Best sample ever, dude. I gotta get that CD back in rotation, dude. I gotta see them live a lot. First fucking day this fucking tape came out, I fucking bought that shit, I put it in my fucking Dawson 200SX, and I played that shit. And you lost your girlfriend. So And she figured out the real you. She's like... Why do you like all this marijuana? I'm like, what? I love you, Mary Jane. She never complains when I hit Mary. I light up the cherry. She's so good to me. I clean the screen. Shit, we knocked out the troublemaker, yeah. Take my hit and hold it. Just like charm, I get the ball and I reload it. Get my four footer and bring it on. Hits for the ball. What a long way we've come, dude. Like, these albums were so terrifying to me because there's like a bunch of there's a bunch of violence on them, which is more terrifying to me now. But the weed part used to be scary too to me. Just the criminal activity. And now it's just like my doctor's like, yeah, you should do weed instead of alcohol. My doctor. Yeah, this shit is fucking legal coming up in like four fucking months. Yeah, man. It's going to be legal in four months, it's which is nice. insane. If you were told me in 94, if this shit was legal, he's like, no motherfucking way is this yeah. shit going to be legal. Yeah, but you'd also be like, there's no way I'm going to be 45, though. <laughs> True. True. Time to have a blunt smoking party at a full charge If you come up here, we will have a blunt, blunt smoking party because I want to see you stoned. And I'm going to smack you across Wendell's the face. Wendell's never been stoned. You can't have... I don't think I ever have, really. I never really got into that shit. Are you gonna, you're going to ruin... It will actually ruin your life. Because you already like to watch TV and play video games. You <laughs> are not going to leave the house. By the way, I didn't... But you're going to love your neighbors. I, got, I, I didn't tell you I got my PlayStation 2 hooked up at the crib. We're going to have to do like a weekly Dude. over my Was joint. that before or after you bought the Wii? Nice. No, it was before. Okay. Now I got the You're Wii. like, what's missing though? Fuck it. Yeah, the clock should be 1993, dude. We're going to get nice. the big old pants. Yeah, no shit. My other band had a song about that, too. That's how we got the, the big, big old, old pants. pants. The That's big old pants. That's how we got the big old pants. 
<laughs> All right, Wendell. Is that your only review? Ozark? No, you know, I saw, I finally got a chance to see that Tupac biography, All Ooh, Eyes on what Me. What do you think? Uh, What's up? What's up? Thumbs up? I mean, it, I, I, I liked it, but, you know, you're sitting there watching it, and you're like, dude, don't. Don't get involved with that guy. That's a bad decision, dude. Don't go away, Tupac. You're like me. You watch a documentary as if you're like hoping the outcome is not going to be the same. Like every time I yeah. watch a Kurt Cobain documentary, I'm like, dude, don't don't kill yourself. <laughs> and when I watch the Chili Peppers you know? behind the music, I'm like, dude, John, don't get don't, on heroin. Don't do the drugs. Don't yeah. do the drugs. So, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. He like Strip Knight shows up and he's like, "Yeah, dude, I can make you a big star or whatever." He says, "I'm like, dude, don't do it, dude. Stick with fucking uh, Humpty. Stick with where you're at, dude. Uh, when, stick with Humpty." Wendell, let's let's review. Well, I, I don't know how much the viewers know. I'm sure they do, but let's review. Wendell, big hip hop head, yes. especially in the '90s. Yes, um, yeah. You had a lot of CDs. I believe they got stolen out of your place in Oaktown. I don't always listen to hip hop, but when I do, it's something really fucking serious. So, how many yep. would you say back in the day? How many Tupac albums did you own? I probably had like 500 CDs at one point. How oh, many Tupac, Tupac albums? albums. Did you how many own? Tupac albums? Oh, how many Tupac albums? Uh, you know what? I wasn't the hugest Tupac go. fan, <laughs> but I, I had a, I had a couple of his CDs. I wasn't like a mega what, Tupac what, fan right, back but, then. But is there something that you particularly like? Is there an album or a song that you're like, man, this really hits me? Uh, sit, his Machiavelli down. album is my favorite. I like his Machiavelli album. Like that song Hail Mary, Hail Mary does, fucking dope as shit. Like, um... That's one of my favorites. Like, I, his Mark Brilliant was probably one of my there favorites. There you go. I was and on... I think uh, that... Huh? Go ahead. Keep going. No, well, it's the it's funny thing is, I think, if I remember right in the in the movie, I think that's when he was trying to get on Interscope, and they were having problems with uh, that song about the, the 12-year-old chick having a baby or whatever. I forget the name of it. And that was on that album. That's and they the, were like, uh, trying to get him to take it <laughs> off. That's uh, Do What You Like, I think. Do What You Like. <laughs> They're trying to get him to change it, and he's sticking to his gun. He's like, nah, dude. Like, that's how it is on the streets where I'm at, dude. Like, I'm not, I'm not changing yeah, especially that. Especially like, when you, you go to a, a private school, school in yeah. fucking Baltimore. Um, I remember I was in a subway on, like, North Avenue. Subway subs with, like, the bulletproof class and everything. And the like, yeah. the turn the turnstile where like you get your sandwich in like a bank turnstile, and some dude came up to me and Matt Green and he was like, "Yo, man, <laughs> R.I.P. Tupac," and we're like, "Huh?" Because you know it wasn't it wasn't the iPhone days. You didn't get your new you got your news from some dude at Subway Subs, right? <laughs> let's let's hear this one. Hold on, no, no, hold on. We gotta get the, the watch. All right, stop what you're doing because I'm they, about they to ruin the image and the style that you used to. I look funny, but you're. So good. So this is this, this is the real Humpty. Oh yeah. What was his name? That's Humpty. Oh, uh, Jimmy Humpty. Humpty, Humpty was more. They talked about digital in the, in the movie too. Humpty was more popular than the real guy. It's like Ron G or something, something like that. Yeah. Just eat food. They gave him the chance to do that one fucking part of that song, the same song or whatever on that album, and he fucking blew up after that. 
That song sucks compared to fucking this joint. Just do what you like. Go where you like. Sex packets. I mean, rich, poor, high, low, upper middle class. Let's all get together and have a few laughs. Do what we like. And do what we like. And since you came here, you gotta show it. Where's the joint playing this shit tonight? Do what you like. It is alright. Let's go stand in the corner. I really like the message of this song. Do whatever you want. Do it too. I like that. I heard this song. The first time I rode in a low-rider truck in 1990. Because I'm about to roll like the image and the style that you used to. I look funny. But you all making money, Z. So yo, you're ready for me. I got around. I'm the new fool in town. And my sound's laid down by the underground. Greatest dance songs of all time. Top 25? My name is Full Charge. Pronounced with the old charge. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to fuck thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to pump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all. And just like Humpty Dumpty, you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me. I like to rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy. I'm sick with this. Yo, straight against the Mac. But sometimes I get ridiculous. Well, we might have to do another hip-hop episode. What else surprised you, Humpty? Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I got you fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. It never stopped me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the booms. I want Scott busy in a Burger King bathroom. I'm crazy. Allow me to amaze thee. They say I'm hungry, but it just don't faze me. I'm still getting in the girls' dance, and I even got my own dance. Humpty dance is your chance to do it my favorite part is when they um, they give shouts out to every race at the end. Usually, it usually doesn't make it that far. White people. By the way, like how great is it to have a band that the whole fucking like who is the actual lead singer of fucking Digital Underground whoever Humpty's real name is right but you got Tupac there just hanging out yeah but he's like Tupac's just like dancing yeah that's how you gotta start like basically a backup dancer in 69 my nose my nose will tickle your rear it's like you got John Lennon just playing tambourine in your band so okay, this is some news. He yeah. sang on "Do What You Like." That means he wasn't, but he definitely rapped. But on like, that. yeah, yeah. But like, he calls out oh, "Do What You Like." Humpty. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he calls "Do What You Like" out early. Like he knows that shit's gonna be a hit right, before Humpty right, Dance. Right, right. That's a bold move. Come on and do Sexy people. Top, top 25, 20 greatest dance songs ever. I'll take it. Like if you're I'll take a, it. If, if you're at a... Oh. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it right here. Uh, yeah. Now that 
I told y'all a little bit about myself, let me tell you a little bit about this dance. Tell us. It's real easy to do. Mm-hmm. Check it out. First, do you know side. anyone that knows how to do the Humpty Dance? Because I don't. No. The dance actually never caught on. But if you're at a fucking wedding and this shit comes on and you don't dance, you ain't dancing. You know what I mean? The marriage ain't going to last. Yeah, yeah. Anyone can play this game. This is my dance, y'all. Humpty Hump's my name. No two people will do it the same. You got it down when you appear to be in pain. Okay, then I know how to do it. Funkin', jumpin', dig around, shaking your rump. And when a doodle jump punk points a finger like a slap, tell him step off. I'm doing the hump. The Humpty Dance. I like that scenario. Someone's going to confront you while you're dancing and be like, yo, your dance move sucks. <laughs> Step off, dude. I'm doing a hump. And you just keep dancing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> See, this is my favorite part. Do the hump de hump. Do the hump de hump. It could have just been a three-minute song. They said, hey, everybody do the Humpty now. I like It's white, black, Puerto Rican, and Samoan. And that's it. No Mexican. <laughs> so, Wendell, how much do you give the digital underground movie? Um... I'm going to give it, uh, well, Digital Underground was just a small part of how he got it started. I mean, he really didn't blow up until he did that song on that album called The Same Song or whatever, because he had like a whole fucking, he had a whole little bit, you know. He I see no places, it. I only see racist faces. That song? That's right. the only song I know. Okay, how about this? Exactly. How many albums did he put out when he was alive versus how many he put out when he was dead? Go. Wow, I want to say I want to say Suge Knight took advantage of him and released like eight albums after he died. I don't think he even put that many out when he was alive. But I'm not positive. Nice. No Tupac story is complete without Big Papa. Well, you know they, the movies, they they were good friends, and and the business people and whatnot and shit that they got involved with tore them apart. They I heard I heard the business people shot both of them and blamed it on each other. I, you know, I blame Strip Knight for everything. Was it the business people or was it the hangers on that just showed up and rolled also, blunt? Also, like that's definitely the hangers on. Definitely. This is better than anything Tupac's done, though. Do we agree? Anybody? Oh, my fuck! This shit's so good. Fuck you, Tupac. This shit is yeah. so good. I'll give you that. I recorded the, the, the Notorious B.I.G. movie that was on cable the other day, too. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I see that shit and I go, hey, you know what I want to do? I want to listen to some fucking Biggie Smalls. The real. And then I turn off the motherfucking movie and I listen, and listen to the song. listen to Biggie Smalls. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. Uh-huh. How about I listen to uh-huh. some music? Uh-huh. I'm mad about that. Yeah. 
who's really the shit? Them niggas ride dicks. Frank White pushed the six on the Lexus LX. Four and a half. Bulletproof glass tips if I want some ass. Gonna blast weasels. Ask questions last. That's how most of these so called gangsters pass. At last, a nigga rapping about blunts and broads. Tits and broads. Menage et trois. Sex and expensive cars. Still leave you on the pavement. Condo paid for. No car payment. At my arraignment. How great would it be if Big Papa was still alive and he was putting out a weight loss video right about now? <laughs> Can't you see? He's like sponsored by Weight Watchers and shit. <laughs> yeah, we, you, you know what we'd be doing if he was alive? He'd be like, so do you think um, Biggie should be fired from his label because of his tweet? That's what we'd be fucking talking about. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> those eights, it was offensive. It was offensive. Because in those songs, when they said they were hoes, that was fine. But in this tweet, it's unacceptable. Yeah, he retweeted a meme about somebody being a hoe. Biggie Smalls for governor. I mean, this this has got to be one of the top ten, if not higher, best songs ever made. Like, if you're not dancing to this when this is on, you're just dead. Pretty inside. good. Pretty good. Top fifteen. Are you dancing right now, Wendell? I, if, if my knee didn't hurt, I would be. <laughs> See, I, you know, I just said fuck Tupac. I don't really mean that, but I don't know. I don't know any Tupac songs. I know. I tell you what, go, when, when we're done with the show, go to YouTube and type in Tupac Machiavelli, Hail Mary. And that song has a dope-ass beat. It's a really fucking good song. Okay. You'll like it. Okay. I'm trying to think, you know, though. Ain't you can't get too mad at Tupac and Dr. Dre doing California. I ain't mad. Uh, I ain't mad about it. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, that wasn't horrible. You know, I didn't complete. I didn't completely the understand the G Funk shit when it came out, though. To be honest, that was a pretty funny part of this movie. Actually, I don't know if it's true, but according to the movie, they basically went and picked him up as soon as he made bail and went directly to that set in the desert and shot that music video like instantly. Yeah, like they just drove there right from jail. They said that in the other one too, the Defiant ones. Must yeah. be true. And he just fucking killed it. Like that's how fucking talented he was. He he didn't have to do rehearsals or shit. He walked up and grabbed the mic and just fucking killed that shit. No, he seems you know? like a uh, great personality, good rapper. They said he was sensitive. They said he cried when well, he got sentenced to jail, which you don't see a lot of criminals doing that. But well, I don't know any. I don't know any of his songs. But oh, I like this one. He, this ain't he was too bad. Misunderstood, you know. Are we all did? It's Eric B. and Kim, right? It's from the the movie Juice from the soundtrack yes. Juice. What's up, we're rocking. That is what Tupac is famous from. That shit the movie is so Juice. good, yeah. Not his song. Yeah. I've seen that shit not that too long ago. Awesome. Pretty fucking good. That movie was awesome. Omar Epps. Fucking Wrecking Crew! Oh, you know what else I found out in this movie is it, it, true. He was supposed to be in higher learning. And because of all the drama of, of his uh, arrest and shit, he got kicked out of the movie and Omar Epps got his, uh, his job. Fucked up, bro. Fucked up. Yep. Not only that, Leo DiCaprio was supposed to be Mike Rappaport's role. That's true. That's true. That's not a joke. But he, he did Titanic instead. Didn't really work out for him.
give me some more of that stand-up bass, dude. Why don't they do it like this anymore? It's so good. How cool would it be just to roll up, I don't know, like a party, some sort of gathering, and be like, hey, yeah, this is my boy Rakim. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's in a band called Eric B. and Rakim. Like, come on. Randy B. and Rakim. Like, yeah, I mean, I know you got street cred if you rolled in with Tupac back in the day. Sure. But if I'm if I'm taking the money to the bank, right. I'm rolling into the party right. with Rakim. Right. I think that might pull the most. I, fucking no, I think I think that's the uh, sleeper yeah, hit of the summer. Friend, have you met my friend Rakim? He's an MC. Have you heard of him? <laughs> As he grabs the mic. Crazy juice. Yeah, sure. I'll take a uh, vodka soda and my friend Rakem. Rakem, what do you need? Everything. Oh, yeah. Give him everything. Oh, uh, oh, a mic and a pen and a pad? Sure, we'll get that for you. <laughs> Could you get him some fish, please? It's his favorite dish. <laughs> Rakem, what is it that you do? I'm an MC. This brings me to my... um. My other uh, time I worked at a restaurant, I worked on that boat, Marina Del Rey. Then <laughs> back, Marina Del Rey. And, uh, what? And there was these two black dudes I work with. And they were like, a pen and a pad. And I just took it. A stereotape of me and Eric being a nice big plate of fish, which is my favorite dish. But without the money, it's still a wish. Because I don't like to dream about getting paid. And they were like, oh! Shit, he's our new black guy. <coughs> it was a glorious street moment. Cred. Yeah, I mean, as a white guy, nice. some serious street cred. What is what is that I'm movie rubbish. where they're on the bus going to prison and the guy's rapping that song? It's fucking and the that, movie Slam. And that white guy or yeah, an Asian guy is like, Slam. oh, we got an MC on the bus. Yeah. What a surprise. We got an MC on the bus. And they just kick the ever-loving <laughs> shit at him once they get there. Yeah. Never run your mouth on the bus to prison. Yeah. Lesson learned. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Without a strong rhyme to step to, I mean, I would have left you, but I didn't really have a strong rhyme to step to, so I left. Did you ever see that documentary they got on Netflix? Pump up the volume. We're like, uh, DMC from Run DMC is just sitting in his car in the drive-thru at McDonald's. <laughs> Run DMC's huge. Yeah. One of his bros, one of his friends, steps in, yeah. jumps in the car, yeah. puts a tape of Eric B. and Rakim in, and goes, you got to hear this new shit. Oh, no way. And DMC said, that's when I knew I was out of business. Yeah. And I couldn't even enjoy my uh, number three value meal. Oh, wow. Have you seen that Run DMC, like, Aerosmith footage of them recording? No. Oh, uh, it's great. So, like, Aerosmith is on coke and like Run DMC is on weed and they're like and like Run DMC is like these fucking rednecks they fucking can't you stand them rednecks yeah. they're like from Boston and they're all on coke like oh, what do we gotta do what do we gotta do like yeah the stage is empty a beat like this might tempt me the pole show my rings in my fat gold chain it's my gold train. This beat, you know what it might do, Matt? It might tempt me to show my fat gold chain and my rings. So, I think I'm going to do it right now. I'll show you 
either the rings and my fat gold chain. Either turn up the song or expect to see my jewelry. One of the two. You got it. Yeah, I mean. It's identical to none. So, I mean, go crazy over Tupac. Go crazy over B.I.G. But is it as good as this? What up? I don't no think so. Shit. I don't think it is. Where's the Where's the movie, dude? Where's the Eric B. and Rakim movie? Yeah. No such yeah, thing. Yeah, I know, right? Where's that at? What's up? I'll go see that. I ain't no joke. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done to make sure it's broke. When I'm going Love on that. the song, cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder, damn. But think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict, addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm, I hook a beat up, converted into hip hop form. Right I mean, this shit, I mean, that shit is on fire. Right? Concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild. If you want to be tamed, I treat you like a child, then you're going to be named another enemy, not even a friend of me. Because you'll get fried in the end when you pretend to be competing. Because I just put your mind on pause and I can... This is what Julian, JB Old School, used to listen to. Yeah. Pretty good shit. The one you got your idea from, but soon you start to suffer. The tuna get rougher when you start to stutter. That's when you had enough of fighting it. Julian turned me on to this. And, um... Because I ain't no joke. It's Eric B. and Rakim, EPMD. Oh. But, but, he's from South Philly or something, Julian. He also turned me on to Annie Hall and Taxi Driver and like all these art movies. I don't know how the hell he found out about him. But he he knew all the art movies. Carol Lewis is our agent. Word up. Zakia and Word up. Shout out to the specific agents, right? I love the end of this song. Where they divvy up what they're going to do with their time after the song's over. Okay. Maybe the greatest beat ever right here. Top ten greatest beat ever. Easily. Easily. Top seven. The bass line ain't bad neither. Yeah. Think, think, think. Thinking of a master plan. This ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand. So I dig into my pocket all my so money good. spent. So I just deep up. Still coming up with Lent. So I start my mission. Leave hey, uh, my let me hear some Wiz Khalifa. No, I don't think so, dude. I don't think so, dude. <laughs> so I think of all the devious things I did. I used to roll up. This is a hole up. Ain't nothing funny. Stop smiling. We still don't nothing move but the money. But now I learned to earn because I'm righteous. Let me hear that new great. Drake so song. Maybe I yeah. might Fuck you. For a nine to five. If I strive. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll stay alive. alive. So I walk up the street, whistling this, feeling out of place. Cause man, do I miss a pen and, and a paper, a stereo, a taper. Me and Eric will be in a nice big plate of fish, which is my favorite dish. But without the money, it's still a wish. Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid. So I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made. So now to test to see if I got pulled. 
Hit the studio, cause I'm paid in full. Boom! Akim, check this out. Write that shit on a deposit slip. That shit is money in the bank. Cause it took us too long to do this album. Way too long. Yo, I hear what you're saying. So let's just pump the music up and count our money. Yo, but check this out. Yo, Eli, turn the bass down and just let the beat keep on rocking. But but hey, fellas, what happened to Pete? We outta here. Guys, what Okay, good. As long as we said peace, I feel good about the session. It gets, Seven minutes of madness. Dude. It gets better than that, folks. Because oh it doesn't. Because so it doesn't get better yeah. than that. Paid in full. We need them to come back, dude. We need a new Eric Bean right here. Yeah, but that, the, the title alone, Paid in Full, come on. I know. I know. The album could have sucked and the title could have saved it. But no, they delivered. All right, Wendell. Let's review yep. one thing and get the fuck out of here. Did you even give a rating to Ozark or uh, or uh, the Tupac, yeah, uh, the Tupac Ozark movie? Two hours truck. ago. What'd you and, give me the Tupac? Uh, all Eyes on Me I didn't give a rating to yet. Uh, uh, all Eyes on Me, I, I, I got to give it like, it was, I was really entertained. I, I got to give it. How many backwards bandanas do you give it? <laughs> How many do-rags do you give it? Four and a half. I actually, I have to admit. I've, I I look at that shit. I'm like, God, I kind of want to watch that movie, dude. Even though I'm not a Tupac fan, but yeah. I'm like, it's one of those things where like, it, you're gonna enjoy it, right? I hate anything yeah. where I the actor doesn't isn't the guy. He looks a, he lot, looks a lot like, like him. the guy. Yeah. So the only yeah, movie, I, the last movie I could really enjoy was like The Doors because I didn't know there was even any footage of Jim Morrison. Sure. So you you had no idea, right? <laughs> yeah. But then, like, I remember on the news they were talking about, that movie was controversial when it came out because they took LSD. Yeah. And uh, it was on the news. And I'm like, wow, they got footage of Jim Morrison? I didn't know they had, like, footage from the 1960s. That was pretty pretty stupid. <laughs> Wendell? Yeah, but, I mean, how fucking... Wendell How great is Val Kilmer as an... What? We were testing the bounds of reality. Hold on. I'm going to throw yeah. a little EPMD here. Val Kilmer was but, really I mean, how, believable as a skinny how guy. How job did he do? He looked just like fucking Morrison, dude. Like, that was not amazing. Really. Not really. Not, not once I'm older and watch YouTube videos. It's a little EPMD back for you. Referenced earlier. Paris making dollars. Nice. How about this? That's good. Great fucking beat. Anyways. Does anybody know? Did anyone know when they were younger yeah. that Bob Marley was half white? Go discuss. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know many people. Got to be honest. I didn't How many know. people just found out? Uh. I kind I of vaguely remember that. I saw a documentary on Bob Marley. It's so funny because his dad looks like Guy Whitey Corngood. Oh, yeah. He's like this white guy in a goddamn suit that went over to Jamaica. Viz, yep. we lose you. I don't hear any, I don't hear any uh, Chicano music in the background, Wendell. What's going on? Yeah, it's Friday night. What's going on? I don't know. Maybe they passed out early. Oh, no. You know what? They, had a, they have a baby now. They can't play loud music. Tonight Wendell, they, just tell them. Just tell everybody. Know, I, I mean, hey, I know it's a one bedroom apartment, but no, you dude, have just just kid, tell, just right? tell every dude, just tell everybody the jig is up. <laughs> the jig is up. Yeah, this yeah, is, I live in Beverly Hills. I'm sorry, guys. I have yeah, a multi-million dollar this mansion. Is a, yeah, this is my friend. This is all a lie. Wendell's my friend, Rick Ingram. It's a character he's been doing for years. Yeah. He lives in fucking Beverly Hills. Yeah. 
You know, I it's mean, fucking cash and dollars, dude. Cash and dollars, just making it rain all around. I, I sleep on a bed of hundred dollar bills. And he orders carne asada for a hundred dollars, delivered. <laughs> um, I you, wish all that was true. I got to give it to you. I was going to say Beverly Hills, and you said it, so I think we're in sync I, here. That's right, dude. Chemistry. That's what keeps this show going. Okay, you know so <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> this keeps it going for another week. What? Uh, right. So yeah, four and a half ice cream trucks for all eyes on me. Check it out if you're in the hip hop uh, and uh, Tupac and great. It's hard to tell on a biography because it's not technically a documentary, so you don't know what they. That's why it's called a biography. Yeah. So you know, you just you you hope they did it justice. You hope they did it. You know, you hope that what they're telling you is is accurate. But also, who cares as long as it's entertaining. Yeah. Would you rather watch you know, you a two ice cream truck version of the truth or a four and a half ice cream truck of artistic interpretation? Exactly. Uh, I, I see your point. I, I guess I got to take the latter. I guess you're right. Like, take the doors, for instance. They, they never had Thanksgiving dinner where Jim stomped the turkey. That shit never happened. Yeah. <laughs> that shit never happened. Billy Idol wasn't there. No. That shit never happened. How awesome would that be, though? Like, Pretty awesome. Pretty great. Billy Idol. I was testing the bounds of Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, vids. All right, buddy. That's it. That's it. That's it. The show's yeah. over. All right. Well, uh, you know, check me out on the Twitters and the Instagrams and stuff. At, you know, at Eric Allen Wendell. And uh, peace out, fam. Peace right. out. Later, vids. Later. Peace out, Later. Fam. Late. All right. That's the Full Charge Power Hour. Thanks for listening.